This is Modern Woman. Find us at modernwoman.co for further info. You may recognise Lady Michelle Moan from her success stories of the lingerie company Ultimo, but the depths of her soul and entrepreneurial spirit run a lot deeper than this. Growing up on the mean streets of Glasgow's East End, Michelle has undoubtedly faced her challenges and fought her way to the top through sheer determination and hard graft. Through sharing the stage with Bill Clinton, receiving a call from the Prime Minister to name her Baroness, and today where she is spearheading a new venture called Equicapital. Through all this business momentum, one thing I took away is that Michelle is humble, and when I asked her what drives her, she said fear. Every day I wake up with the fear of failure. I met with Michelle on a sunny morning at London's Dorchester Hotel, where she shared some of her stories and cherished moments. Okay, um, so you've, you've read my book, so yeah. basically from East End of Glasgow and always, always had an ambition to start my own business. Um, actually, my first job was when I was 10 years old, doing a paper round and then I left school at 15 because my dad, at 38, was in a wheelchair and then um, went on to do some modelling work, although I was pretty crap at that. Um, and then the age of 19 got a job with Labatt's the beer company as an admin girl and then got promoted all the way up and 24 made redundant um, and that's when I invented Ultimo the first gel filled bra in the world um, put my house up everything took three and a half years £480,000 in debt went back to work 48 hours after my third baby which was difficult um, and really grew Ultimo for 21 years into one of the biggest brands, but not just being a brand, but being you know, designers and yeah. innovation was key. 17 worldwide inventions, 103 design registrations. And I sold um, the first part of Ultimo two years ago and the last part last year. Mm -hmm. It then became part of 63,000 people. Um, and through my journey I get involved in politics as well where I helped um, the Prime Minister keep the union together um, yeah. in Scotland and we won that and after several death threats <laughs> um, held it together um, got my OBE from the Queen and got made a, a Baroness for life by the Queen and the Prime Minister um, and then became the startup business czar um, travelling around the country, yeah. um, seeing what are the real barriers in order to start a business and primarily focusing on deprived areas yeah. as well. Did that review last year. Brilliant. So you say you left school at 15 and do you regret that? Do you wish you had more education or do you believe in more, Ooh. it's not what you know, it's who you know, so to speak? Um, I, I think never see never regret anything in life mm -hmm. because it makes you the person that you are and every day is a school day. Yeah. Um, I, I had to leave school at 15 because my dad was in a wheelchair and I needed to help my mum and dad uh, financially. Um, I think the best lesson, I mean if you're a graduate that's amazing achievement. Uh, you've got the ability to learn but I think if you don't have one thing in life then you're not going to be a real success in business, that yeah. is. 
and that's common sense. Yeah. Mm. If, we could, so if we could teach common sense, that would be an incredible degree, wouldn't it? Yeah. The degree mm. of life. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so I suppose I had bags of other things that maybe not the academic side, but I had skill sets other in other ways and I suppose sheer determination and that fight and can-do attitude that you know, I'm quite a shy person outside business and I don't you won't see me at all the red carpet events I constantly get invited to and yeah. parties I very real really go because that is a, 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 I'm a very family person but when it comes to business I'll take any anyone on yeah um, and that's always been my way um, so what would you say inspires you every day? What inspires me every day? I think as you as I've been growing up in life, you know, I've been in business now for, started when I was 24, so 21 years. I've been working since I was 15, so 30 years working full time. I think you go through stages in your life where materialistic things inspire you, where you want fast cars and you want boats and you want big houses. And now I would say what inspires me is, is um, being an inspiration to people and doing things that satisfy you. And it's funny, you know, when I was doing a speech in New York a few months ago and someone in the audience said, when did you know that you had made it? And I don't think I've made it yet. I think I've had a really good kind of career, but I think there's a lot more in me now that I'm so, ready to take off. Yeah, mm. and um, so I guess that comes sort of like this whole element of success, right? Some people have different views of what success and making it means to them. What would you say, how would you define success and when do you feel like you would have made it? I think, you know, that in the days of Ultimo was people writing to me saying, oh my God, this brass incredible. And I suppose when I buy a pair of shoes, I don't write to the designer saying, oh my God, these shoes are incredible. I just expect them to be yeah. incredible. Um, and how I've, I suppose how I've become an inspiration to young women, women out there that you know, you can have it all, mm. and that's you can, you know, be a working mum, um, and also, I suppose I've been a bit different in the women entrepreneur field, and that I've never been scared of. I'm not the ult ultimate and glamorous, but I've never been afraid to, you know, go into the boardroom with a nice dress on and a blow dry and show yeah. off your cleavage a bit, you know. I, Absolutely. I, and when I'm on TV, they expect you to maybe have a scarf on and stuff like that. I'd be like, no way, you know, I'll dress the way I want to dress. And yeah. So to show young women that you don't have to be boring being a businesswoman, being an entrepreneur. Mm. So photos I've seen you always look really well dressed and immaculately so that's because I've got a good stylist yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why on these shoots yeah so would you, you say you want to see me without them yeah, <laughs> job. would you say that's mm. like an important part of business yeah you know impressions and first impressions yeah absolutely I mean when I was growing Ultimo into this global brand um I, I did you've read my book I did turn to food for mm -hmm. Um, comfort 
because I was mega stressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I realised it was Rachel Hunter that said to me on the beach one day, you are your brand. You know, you don't stand up what your brand is all about. You don't, you've got to mirror your, your brand and treat yeah. your body like a business. Treat your body like your own brand. Mm-hmm. And it then just clicked that I was Ultimo as well. You know, I was the walking face of Ultimo. So I had to pull up my socks and and I did, and I lost eight and a half stone. I went from, you know, a size 22 to a 12. Mm-hmm. And I then started to think, I am this walking advert for my brand. And then I started to do, you know, doing women campaigns and um, doing, you know, real women. We did real women before Dove, and then they copied us, which I thought was a real compliment. Mm. Um, and because we were all very much celebrity brand, all the biggest celebrities in the world worked and did campaigns for Ultimo. But now we were bringing our own customers mm. together as well, which was a very special time doing that. Yeah. But have over the years, yeah, I think more about the way I looked in my appearance and. I never used to work out, I never, but as the years have gone by, I, I do believe in healthy mind, healthy body, yeah. happiness and successful career and it really is that all round package that you have to, to live by. Mm. So at that time when obviously you um, would, you know, eat a lot and things like that, you were obviously in a bad relationship with your former husband and how would you say that you know, you obviously turn things around for the better. How did you get out of that? I mean, that, did it affect the business at the time? Um, and how did you get out of that mindset and turn that around? I wouldn't say it affected the business because the issue was is I put the business first before myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was almost abusing myself, um, sacrificing for the business. And I suppose when I wrote my autobiography, my fight to the top, it, it was to tell entrepreneurs out there that don't let the business suck you in. Here's how it sucked me in. And if it sucks you in, it'll kill you. And now I learn that I come first and the business comes second. I've flipped it around. Um, and, you know, that I think when I started to feel a lot more confident as well, I was thinking of new inventions and I was starting to design, you know, things different things um, but then it started to be I was having an amazing time not just the business both of us were together yeah and would you say that there was a moment that that clicked and you thought hang on a sec I need to yeah Rachel Hunter on the beach in Miami yeah where she gave me a telling off same age as her and you know I looked like two ton test next to her um, and is that bad word to say? Yeah. No. I've no. never heard you say that. Is it just a Scottish word? No, no. 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 I've never heard you. Is it a bad word? No. No, 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 no it's no, a pretty like a. Let's do Tessie, isn't it? Yeah. I was ginormous with my tent in the beach. And, you know, I've learned how to control my kind of abusive behaviour when it comes to food. And would you say you've still got that in you? I think everyone has it in them. Because everyone I, has something, either it's drugs yeah. or alcoholism. Me, it was food. And I am a food addict, but 
I, I know how to control it. Mm. I feel great when everyone's, you know, eating loads of biscuits and like the house the other day, you were all eating Mark's homemade biscuits and I say no. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I completely relate to that. And I think that it's obviously, there is like a form of addiction and my family have had addictions and I suffer with food, but I think it's, you know, you have to go through that willpower and that's literally, if you've not got that, you know, it's mm. can be challenging. But every day is a battle. It's, mm. um, you know, my gran was an alcoholic. She ran the AA for 40 years and every day she says, I am still an alcoholic. Yeah. I would say I'm a food addict, but not anymore because I control it. And I haven't been for best part of eight years. And Don't get me wrong, my weight fluctuates. I go up and down a lot. And then, you know, if I'm not working out, if I'm traveling intensely and I'm, I, you should never make excuses, but sometimes the schedule's too much for yeah. you to, to get into your fitness. Um, I will go up and down, but I know when, I know where the line is. And yeah. I'll never ever cross that line again. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, obviously there's been some really monumental times throughout you, your career. When would you say have been the highlights of your career? Um, highlights for my family and the team was probably getting my OB from the Queen and awards, the best designers of the year and stuff like that. Cards from the general public, as I said, love your bras and and, it, and now sort of letters from people saying you're my inspiration I started my business because of you um, which is really nice um, I suppose my biggest speech was speaking with one of the guys that I love former president Bill Clinton I thought sharing a, a stage with him speaking was got to be the ultimate and Mikhail Gorbachev who's a tiny little guy um, Wow, you know, I'm sharing a stage and I'm getting a, a, a call from the Prime Minister saying the Queen's approved you becoming a Baroness and I thought, am I dreaming? Um, There's many things, you know. Yeah. Um, Would you say it's those things that spur, spur you on to keep going forward? Yeah, and I, as I said, I don't feel I've made it yet. I think I've got a yeah. lot more in me and, and the reason that I keep going now is, you know, I've made my fortune from Ultimo, but I, I don't think, I think that was just a small part of what's about to come. Um, and I do wake up every morning having the fear of failure. Honest to still have that, thinking I've got to push on and do all these tasks today. I've got to see this, I've got to do that. Um, I, I, I suppose I bully myself. I don't bully other, others, I, I'm very hard on myself, I'm a perfectionist mm. and you've hit, you've got to know me as well, we're, yeah, yeah, I think I'm so, but I think that, bully myself, that's you, that's you, yeah, you're, you are hard on yourself, but I think it's also important to stop and, you know, I think you're at a stage now where you can at least appreciate your achievements, as before you were probably going so fast and you mm. weren't, but you're in a place now where you're like, yeah, actually. Yeah. I've done well. And I suppose my mum and dad keep me grounded as well, you know, if mm. the lifestyle that I've got 
now compared to where I was. Um, if I ever got above myself, they would kill me. You know, the life of private jets, super yachts, houses all around the world. Um, and if I kind of ever became that person where speaking down to people and disrespecting people, they would kill me. <laughs> Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, well, I'm going to wrap up yeah. anyway with just uh-huh. one last question. So, obviously, we're here to about empowering women. Where do you see sort of the future for women in the workplace and business going forward? Think, would you like to see? I think more support for women in terms of more networks and places for them to go and um, network together. I would say that women have stopped, have got to stop being bitchy and competitive with one another and actually help one another out because I see that a lot and I don't know why they do it Um, I don't know if they're protecting their position but when you think about it men have the goal from their rugby and their football we don't so we have got to stick together and not just look out for ourselves um, and help and mentor one another and you know and I think that'll be a really nice Way. But I think when it comes to startups, you know, there's so many new things now that I never had when I started, like social networks, free, you know, bloggers and all the rest yeah. of it. I mean, I didn't have any of that. So I think it's a really good time to start a business to get out there, mm-hmm. to not spend fortunes in advertising and yeah, and get out and network and yeah. become a social media freak. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I love it too. I love reading my Twitter feeds and stuff. All the the sort of bad ones from SNP to all the nice ones yeah. from yeah. No, it's interesting, isn't it? How digital is sort of overpowered mm. as well. Okay, well, it's been really lovely Thank talking you. to you. Thank you for your time. Thanks for your time.